You know, I was pretty happy with that one of gerbils the other night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good pizza. Yeah. Fat wallets and empty hearts. Which... Fat wallets, empty hearts. It's insane how little musicians get. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you're interested in support, not just me, but any musician that you like, one of the best ways to do that, it sounds old school because it is, is purchase their music, uh, purchase their merch, you know. Uh, hey, guys, this is Mark from Rat Rod. Hi. This is Mikey P from Skell. Hey, this is Jeff from the Bell Jumpers. Probably just be, I mean, probably be cold and be awesome.
girl should be mine Not what she wants oh, She wasn't such a everyone it is bill and you're tuned in to the pennsylvania rock show episode number 690 coming at you from music from the 412.com build both out of the pittsburgh area xlr sorry oldies xl.com um, out of philadelphia 
RudiruRadio.com out of the beaches of San Diego, California. XRPRadio.co.uk from Scotland. Yes, the Highlands of Scotland. And who am I forgetting? I don't remember who I'm forgetting. (laughs) I'm really bad at this intro. I've only done it 690 times. But anyway, this is the Pennsylvania Rock Show. We're coming at you live. We are on Music from the 412's website live. We are on Kick. We are on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We are on Twitter. We're all over the place. Um, Tonight's episode is featuring Drown the Deep. And I'm going to bring two of them up there. What's up, guys? Hello. How's it going, Bill? Not too bad. I was explaining earlier that we're going to do three interview segments and that we are live all over the place right now, Regis, including the streaming internet and and kick.com, which is brand new for tonight. Um, dot com, awesome. which is brand new for tonight. Um, and, I, awesome. <clears throat> and all kinds of stuff. But... Before I do anything else, I need to mention that the songs that we just heard on the radio side were Killing Me, Coming Undone, and Day Shift's song Diva, and then we followed that up with the Borstal Boys and their song Need My... Need... Wait a minute. I can't read my writing. Need My Friends. Yeah. I should know that one. Um, <laughs> it's been one of those evenings. <laughs> um. So you guys have a couple of shows coming up in the next couple of weeks, and um, I, one of them we the, the the female front at fest. I was looking at that lineup. There's 20 bands, and we play like 10 or 11 of them on on music from the 412. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about, about that one, and then um, I will actually see you guys at the Rock for Life Rocktoberfest. At the Pittsburgh Shrine Center on the fourteenth, I will I will have my camera out, (laughs) and I might be live DJing there with Rocky from Music from the Four One Two. We'll see if we can make that work. Very cool. Um, Let's see. We have some people possibly. Nope, just a bunch of bot stuff going on in chat room right now. (laughs) That's part of the kick. That I have bots installed that run all kinds of stuff on kick.com now. So all kinds of new stuff happening tonight, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> so let, let's talk about the female front. It, it is female front. Isn't that what it's called? Or female featured. Female featured fest. Female featured fest. And I believe that's October 7th? It is, yep. Saturday, October 7th in Erie, Pennsylvania at Basement Transmissions. Um, like you said, 20 bands, they all have a woman in the lineup somewhere. I believe the majority of us are female fronted, but not all. Um, and all of the vendors, there are vendors, food trucks, uh, and every everyone that's going to be there is you know, has a woman involved, owned and operated or, you know, some aspect of that. So it's really giving a great voice and um, opportunity to shine, to show, you know, the success of women, especially in an industry that is still very male dominated. Very cool. That's um, Storms Within, I believe. What is her name? I can't think of her, her name. Erica. Um, Erica. That's um, her company is one of the companies putting that on, correct? Yes. 
it's Eerie Siren Productions, I think. I believe Maybe. so. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a whole <laughs> bunch of names on that poster. <laughs> um Dread something productions. I can't remember them all. I don't I don't want to mess them up. <laughs> um so usually I do this show with two screens, but I only have one right now. So that's also in, inhibiting me a little bit. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so I, when I started setting up the music for tonight's show, I started grabbing all the songs from the bands that, that we play f- from that one. And then I realized that I'm actually talking that's that's what I'm doing next week. I'm talking about that show specifically with with Erica. So I was like, well, I better not play those. So what I did was the first two songs that I played are brand new songs that were submitted in the last week. I'm sorry, two. One of the songs, Day Shifts Diva, was brand new. But then Killing Me and the Borstal Boys are both playing the Rock for Life show. And then everything else that we're going to play tonight will also come off of that Rock for Life Rocktober Rocktober Fest lineup Um, because I do have all of that music, almost all of it. (laughs) Nice. Um, So uh, I have a feeling that I'm going to ask you to talk about Rocktober Fest and um, I may fill in some blanks, but... Why don't you tell us what you know about Rocktoberfest? Um, that it is part of the Rock for Life concert series. And this will be our first one that we're involved with. So, you know, we're really excited to be able to be a part of it. Um, it's a great lineup and it's for a great cause. Yeah. So I actually do their website and I've been to all but three of the main shows. Um, so if you want to find out about Rock Rock for Life concert series, it's rockforlifeconcert.com. Um, every year they choose a child in the local area who is battling um, battling a, a terminal disease and raise money. And um, a lot of the um, children have made it and, and are thriving. Um, a few have not. Um, but... It, it is a great cause, and um, it's great to see the kids come out and have fun. Um, I, I take I take a ton of pictures of them. I have pictures of Brody last year playing with bubbles. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. So Rock for Life is in its. I want to say this is the twenty fourth year of, of existence. Um, so if you're not familiar with it, you should get familiar with it. It is a bunch of festivals and, and events that raise money for, for children in need, children and families in need. Um, all right, so <clears throat> let's do some of my quirky questions. Um, I'll give you one now, and then we'll, we'll take our first break. <laughs> um, I probably have asked you this, but um, what, is, what is the best pizza you've had because you're a musician? <laughs> Because I'm a musician, um, I'm gonna go with Felters that I order from for practice. <laughs> Sometimes we get we get pizza from them. They're not too far from me here in uh, the Braddock area, so they've got some great pizza. Is that where we went last time? Just the last week? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, they're really great. They're really good. They're good enough that I'll actually call to order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my big hang up is they uh, don't have the online order. You have to actually talk to somebody. So. Ah, understood. <laughs> See, I, I just convinced my wife that she should call because I'm going to mess up the order and then I don't have to do it. Too <laughs> <laughs> much stress. <laughs> um, so if you're in Braddock, you're not too far from um, the Triangle Bar and Grill. So um, are you familiar with the Triangle? You're not? No. Nope. Oh, it's, um, I guess it would be considered Swissfell right there. It's by the Rankin Bridge, sort of, on a side street. Um, I don't know if they sell pizza, but they are known for their subs. And um, I recently had um, a couple of them on different occasions with Rocky at the Music from the 412 studio. Um, if if you like hoagies, you should definitely check out the triangle. And it, it's literally a building that's shaped like a triangle. <laughs> yeah. um, on Google here. all right so we're going to take a short break um during the break we are going to listen to um black sun drive by john the deep and on the video side you are going to find out who wins some tickets as soon as i get back on the video so give me one second to get everything running
Okay, we are back, both on the radio side and on the video side, I hope. <laughs> um, it's weird, uh, and I'm going to go behind the scenes here for a moment. I can't hear what's going on on the radio, but I can see it happening. So I just have to cross my fingers and hope it's actually doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, <laughs> I, I could turn it on, so I could hear, but then I couldn't hear what's going on in the interview side, so... I got to I got to just hope it works. <laughs> but that was Black Sun Drive by Drown the Deep. Um we have Regis and I I know I asked you how to say this. Is it Jahala? Jahala. Jahala. I'm sorry. Jahala. That's all right. <laughs> it's not exactly um, a common name. I've gotten many attempts at pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> um so we I went back and looked and we did an episode of three questions and a song when you first released the album and we, I actually played both songs on that episode, which I hardly ever do. I usually try and limit it to one. Um, and I can't remember if we talked about both songs or just one of them, but I, I'm going to ask you to, to tell me a little bit about the song black sun drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like the meaning behind it or whatever you would like to tell us. <laughs> Um, it'd be a meaning really story during like a jam session. Was that one of those? Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about, um, like making like a real like driving kind of song. And that's kind of where even where the name sort of came from too. It was just this, you know, we talked about like driving down the road and desert highway. It's even where kind of the imagery of the album cover came from too. And, we started just jamming on some stuff and then we came up with sort of the main riff from that song. And then, um, yeah, like we normally do, um, we come up with a couple of bits and pieces in practice and then Jahela and I will either go home and start messing with the pieces, go on our little home studios and start arranging, making your uh, rough arrangement and things like that. But yeah, it's cool. Some of these songs really just kind of come together during practice and kind of a general vibe. You know, we talk about songs we like, um, yeah, one of the things was like, uh, I think it was like a Rob Zombie, zombie song. I think we were talking about um, just sort of a driving song, you know, that kind of gets you going and cruising down the road and driving an old car. And I think we even had images for like a video and stuff at the time, but yeah, you just get like a rough imagery and then you kind of make a song. It's, it's a cool process. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was one that we definitely just had a lot of fun with. And um, one of the first ones that I really played around with writing some alternating backing vocals. So we've got some nice, you know, plays with, with Regis when we do it live, obviously, <laughs> uh, doing the backing vocals there and um, just having that nice sort of back and forth and just, and it's a great song. We, we tend to start all our sets with it too, because it's a nice building song. It starts off kind of slow we can make sure that our in-ear mixes are all good make little tweaks if we need to and really get into the groove of our set from there. Yeah. That was a fun one in the studio too. Um, just kind of going on that same imagery. Um, you know, we kind of, so maybe it could sound like a, like an old radio coming on 
you know, uh, so that's kind of where the beginning of it comes in, sort of that sort of staticky kind of old radio sound, and then the song, whole album comes in, and we're like, this has got to be the first song on the album, too, which was cool about it, you know, so it would be a cool intro, and then the whole, kind of like, is there something wrong with uh, my radio, you're turning it up, and then all of a sudden the full volume comes in, so we were pretty pumped about that, that idea just kind of came up in the studio, so it was, it was fun. Um, I- I'm going to ask Regis a question, so... Behind you, I count six, maybe maybe seven guitars. I think I see seven. There's, I'm guessing there's probably more. But, yeah. <laughs> um, what 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 is your must-have piece of equipment when you play a show? Oh, um, it's not in here, but I have two Charvels that I play live, and um. They, I've taken care of them. I've upgraded them, and they are just ready to rock. They stay in tune. I can wang on. I can throw them around. They always. I trust them. We have a relationship. I can completely <laughs> trust them during the shows to stay in tune. You know, we do. I we do a couple of drop D songs, and I can change the tuning on the fly. And um, I just, yeah, I just. I've got some more expensive things and some cheaper things, but those guitars. Um, and I, a lot of my heroes played those type of like super strats too. So, um, but yeah, that's my main my main thing for the live show. I've got to have my uh, my black Charvel. Uh, it's never let me down so far. I just upgraded her too just uh, last week with a, a German made bridge, uh, completely machined, original Floyd Rose. So I'm pretty pumped about that. So, hey, so pick pick one of the guitars that's hanging out behind you and tell us about it. Oh, um, wow. So this is sort of my um, tribute wall. So I, I just got, uh, where am I pointing right here? This is the Dimebag guitar here from, so really into Pantera. So I finally got one of the Deans from Hell. Um, this one I hand carved. Um, this is sort of my, if you're familiar with George Lynch from Dokken, he had a Mr. Scary guitar with the with the bones. So I built my own. I went ahead and carved this with a Dremel tool and painted it and everything. Uh, Jakey Lee, Eddie Van Halen over here. <laughs> so, yeah, it's sort of that's all of all my guitars. <laughs> yeah. This- I thought I, I thought I saw the, the Van Halen Frankenstrat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, Eddie was always one of my favorites. So, um, back when they started offering the $25,000 ones, I just went ahead and made my own from some parts and things and painted it and all that. So, but yeah, this is one of my favorites too. Just looking at the paint job reminds me of being a kid and getting excited about Eddie Van Halen. And so, cool. yep. I can keep going if you want. I mean, if you want to tell us about more, you can tell us about more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this one I met uh, met Marilyn Manson, and uh, then I met John Five. So I had them both sign it in different uh, different meet and greets back in the day. So this one's way too heavy to play. It actually has a metal pick guard and three humbuckers, so it weighs a ton. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. Sort of the wall of fame back here. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I, official build the scene question. Who is your Dave Grohl, 
and I guarantee you I asked you this on, on the other one because I ask it all the time. But by that, I mean, who do you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their originals with them? I would have to say Lizzie Hale. <laughs> if I had the chance to share a stage with her or we could tour with Hailstorm, I just... I, I don't know that I would feel that I deserved being on stage with her. That would be a severe moment of imposter syndrome I'd have to get over. But I would love that. (laughs) Any song in particular? Uh, Any, really. I, I like pretty much their entire discography. So there's nothing in particular that I would say, but they all, I've seen them a couple times now and they always kill it. She's always flawless and they just put on that real driving rock show that I take a lot of influence from making sure you do just as good live, if not better, because you've got that live element in your, you know, when you're actually in front of the fans as what you have on your recorded albums. How about you, Regis? Um, hmm. I wish I had a better one, but um, I just uh, Eddie Van Halen. I would have to just. I would love to jam with sometime if he was still around. Yeah, it'd be it'd be just it would be killer just to jam on some stuff. Yeah, I like Jahela, so it'd be tough to overcome uh, imposter syndrome. But I, I I would I would try. <laughs> you <got> one <laughs> chance if you had just one chance to jam with your your favorite star, you know. Just have to go for it. I know. All right. So I feel like we're flying through this tonight. I have another break. Um, we're going to listen to The Cheats and their song Cussing, Crying, Carrying It On. Um, it's about a two minute break. Um, so don't go anywhere. Listen to the music or on the video side, I have uh, the concert calendar and I think two commercials queued up for you. Um, we'll, we'll be right back.
And we are back again on Music 1412, PA Rock Show, Build a Scene, Oldies XL, XRPRadio.co.uk. Um, oh, I know who I forgot. MegaRockRadio.net and 107.1 KFGD FM St. Louis. <laughs> you know, just the only people that have been running this show longer than I have, and that's because... I was there. That's the only reason I'm longer. <laughs> um, actually, they may have ran the first one, which was improvised. And but anyway, <laughs> I just actually passed the anniversary. Um, the first PA Rock show was September 14th, 2004, and uh, it is now September 25th, 2023. To put wow. that into some perspective, um. Yeah, it, it's been a, a long time. And I'd say 99.9% .9 of them happened in the room I'm sitting in right now. Um, a few of them happened in um, a couple other places. There was one in a basement, one in an attic. <laughs> but most of them right here in what used to be the waiting room of doctor's office. <laughs> um, all right, so let's see. What can we talk about now? How about... I have recently seen um, a band. This fits perfectly in this question. I can't believe it took me this long. The last Rock for Life show was the um, Speed Freaks Shop Party, which is in Butler, PA. It's a um, motorcycle and car custom shop. And um, they bring a Rock for Life show in. They literally empty out their shop almost completely and put a stage in. And we are you're in the garage. And I don't know if you saw the pictures I posted. Um, you probably may have seen the scale pictures where it looks like there's this big industrial background behind them. That, that's where that was. And I would call that a non-traditional venue. And uh, usually I intro this question by asking about Kiss and Metallica. But scale and the Borstal Boys and, and, uh, and now I'm going to blank Parabellum and a couple other bands just played in a garage and not like garage band garage, like custom car garage. So what is a non-standard venue that, that drown the deep should play in? Oh. <laughs> a haunted house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, a, like an old church or something, maybe <laughs> which could happen in Pittsburgh. And there's so many. Ugh, there's one a couple miles from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that would um, be cool. I think that'd be cool or a uh, cemetery, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, here let's let's continue with that theme. Um. So you find yourself at the crossroads that Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at. Um. Why are you there? <laughs> what are you going to sell your soul for musically? Oh uh, yeah, we we uh we did this question on the the three questions, yeah. Yeah, it comes up occasionally. <laughs> so you have to pick something different, <laughs> <laughs> or we can skip it. <laughs> you want to skip it? Yeah, I don't think my answer would change. Okay, we'll skip it. Uh, when you're at Build the Scenes website, because you're gonna go and see 
I uh, find the links for Drown the, Drown the Deep and the bands we've mentioned and played. Um, if you hit the little magnifying glass, you can search Drown the Deep and you can go listen to that episode of Three Questions in a Song and find out why they sold their souls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're kind of on a Halloween kick now. And isn't that the third show that you sent me a flyer for? Wasn't it a yeah, Halloween we have show? three shows in October. <laughs> it's our busiest month yet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that one is with uh, Funhouse, right? You want to yeah. give, give us the details? That one was funny. I know I've known Ralph, uh, their bass player in Funhouse, for quite a long time. Um, but Jahela does most of our bookings. So I think you you saw that they needed somebody. Yeah, I didn't know that she was talking to them but ralph saw our message but then he messaged me and he's like oh you guys interested in playing with us i was like yeah I, but how did you i was like well jayla probably contacted you so it was kind of funny that he answered to me but she was messaging them and so that was pretty funny it'll be nice to play with i've never got to play with uh, those guys before we've never played with them so that'll yeah it'll cool. be a new venue for us too it'll be october 21st? First, yeah. At level 20 in Bethel Park. Yeah. We'll be opening up. We're going to do a, a good amount of covers for that show and just have a good time and get to enjoy everyone in their costumes. And it's my favorite time of year. So I'm all about doing everything Halloween. <laughs> and we're still working on our costume this year. <laughs> Got to figure out a good, a good band costume. So yeah. if anyone's got any ideas or suggestions, hop on our socials and tell us what you think we should be. <laughs> yeah, we did a 70s, 60s, 70s theme last year. We played Subalpine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, Nate, Nate, our bass player, he had a, um, he found a picture of a, some, some 70s band, a guy had a big giant afro. He was smoking a pipe while he was playing bass all smooth. And he was like, that was our inspiration for our <laughs> costumes. So... <laughs> Yeah, Nate had his his aviators, uh, an afro, and a pipe, and then some '70s type big collared shirts, and so. And my my dad booked bands in the '70s, so I still had some of his clothes. So I wore his leather jacket. It was fun. It was it was a fun time. See, now you guys are putting me in a panic because I started teaching in a new school this year, <laughs> and I got to figure out what I'm going to wear on Halloween because yeah. if if I make it too great that are going to expect great all the time yeah, but exactly. but i don't want it to be bad either um <laughs> last year i shaved not that there's a lot but i shaved all my hair off and including my beard and i dyed my eyebrows black and i went as grew from from minions <laughs> <laughs> and and it was kind of like you guys did a band did a band costume I had students who dressed as minions and teachers who dressed as minions, and yeah. we got a big group picture with me in the middle as crew. But that's great. Uh, the day before it, we had um, uh, crazy hair day, so I had shaved all my hair off, and so I took a highlight uh, eyeliner and wrote hair across the back of my head. <laughs> but. So I got to top that, but I don't want to get too crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's what's always tough about like our work is doing one for the first time ever, and yeah, work costumes are always difficult, right? You want to be 
work appropriate. You don't want to be uncomfortable all day at work, but you want to have something good. So yeah, I'm kind of stressing myself. I need a good idea for work. Well, that's grew was easy because he wore, you know, black dress pants, black dress shoes. I'm I'm a teacher. I already have that on. And I just put a black sweatshirt on and I, I have a friend who um, makes clothing crochets and um, she made me the scarf. So it was just a matter of was I willing to shave my head or not, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> yeah, dedication. Um, let's see. We have probably about another two minutes. Um, is there anything we haven't touched on that you want to get out there? Uh, oh, we've gone over our remaining shows. Yeah. Um, I I almost forgot what. After that that Halloween show, you said that you are going to be kind of going into the writing mode, right? Yep. We're going to be in heavy writing mode over the winter. So these last three shows are our last three shows for the year. And we're booking for 2024 now, but we have pieces and parts of a bunch of new material. And so we're just going to buckle down over the winter, get it written, and um, hopefully start coming out with probably go the single route over releasing a full album right away. A lot of bands seem to be doing that nowadays. And I can, I can understand why you get a little bump um, in, in followers every time you release something. And it's a little bit easier, especially for an independent band, uh, the cost of getting everything done. So um, yeah, we're really excited though. Coming up with new material is not, hard thing for us finding the time to be able to finesse everything into finished songs however that's the hard part yeah we've got a dropbox and a we've got a dropbox and we have a google drive full of ideas and pieces and a couple almost done we just gotta buckle down and yeah uh, you know finish them off and lock them in and yeah i'm itching i'm really excited to wrap them up but yeah just finding time and work you know just rehearsing for the shows and making sure we're tight for the shows we're doing we usually focus on everybody's got day jobs unfortunately so and then we get distracted writing new stuff like we did at the last practice started jamming on something new yeah <laughs> I, I i want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight um Absolutely. this is episode 690 i have four more songs coming at you guys um make sure you check out drown the deep if you're on the video side i put it up on the screen but i have their link tree slash drown the deep um and i i was on the link tree there is a ton of stuff there um and i'm assuming when they finish some of those songs that are in dropbox or google that google drive that that you will be able to find them via the link link tree um with that said i'm gonna go ahead and press play on the radio side i'm gonna end the video and uh very shortly this will be up on roku and uh tomorrow it'll be available on buildthescene.com and all of the all of the um podcasts um directories that i've signed up for there's probably 300 of them or more so <laughs> um make sure you check out this episode if you just tuned in go back and listen or any of the other 600 and 89 of them that are floating around the interwebs. Um, my name is Bill, and this is the rest of the show.
That was Victoria Fire and their song Fire. This is Heartless by Common Crown. We're going to follow it with Am I Godless by Shattered and end things with Island of the Impaired by Modern Fossils here on the Pennsylvania Rock Show, episode number 690.
Yeah.